it's only natural. Don't be afraid of this one. It's one of the tamest naturals I've ever tasted from one of my favorite, favorite farms. Let's all go to Brazil. My name is Steve Layton, and I travel the world finding amazing and delicious coffee for you to drink at home. Some make coffee difficult to understand and complicated, but here it's my job to make it easy and fun and tell you what's in my mug. How many times have I told you this story? But we're gonna do it again, because we're here, and we should, but Fazenda Cachoeira de Grama has been in the Carvelio Diaz family since 1890. Located in Sao Paulo, but actually only three miles from the border with Minas Gerais, very near to the town of Poços de Caldos, has an altitude of 1,100 to 1,250 meters above sea level, um, and has the typical characteristics of the mountainous Monaguana uh, region of Saldominas. Um, Gabriel Carvalho Diaz is like one of Brazil's most leading agronomists. He owns several other farms that border each other, which have a total area of 417 hectares. Um, bear in mind with when we talked about La Gloria a few weeks ago, that's two and a half hectares. Um, it is huge, but Fazenda Cachoeira is 165 hectares, which again gives you some idea of the scale. Um, but everything is still done manually on the farm. Um, its topography makes mechanisation just impossible. Um, the mill, um, as I've said, is already close to the town of Passos de Caldos, which is around about 45 minutes away um, from the farm. Um, Gabrielle and the family uh, consider social and environmental sustainability to be super important. The farm has a programme of planting trees, uh, maintaining the ecology and the balance. Um, they also have a school, um, a club, uh, an official sized soccer field, football, football, it's not soccer, uh, for the employees to, to work. Um, they also have 47 houses, all with modern facilities for the workers to, to live in. Um, wastewater is treated to avoid polluting the stream um, that runs across the farm. Um, the farm has a small hydroelectric plant uh, and only buys energy during peak harvest to do the processing, so all of the houses get free electricity. Um, and they have some original bourbon trees, which are up to 108 years old. This farm is just amazing. Um, and if you want to go and stop on there, they actually have jeeps now that you can rent, which overlook the drying patios. And they have some of the best mountain biking courses that you're ever going to do. And so you, yeah, you should definitely go visit Fazenda Cachoeira if you're in Posos de Caldas. So um, I'm joined by Gary. You've kind of really good medium, but we have an audio podcast that goes with the video one as well, so that is going to be really confusing for the uh, audio ones if you don't. I was going to mime. Okay. Uh. Maybe I can translate. <laughs> Just uh. hands. <laughs> right. Anyway. Um, would you like a spoon? So we're going to cup the uh, Brazil Cachoeira Canario Natural. Very good. Um, we're big fans of Cachoeira, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. Good fun. Uh, good fun. Good fan, good fan. Good fan. Um, <laughs> good fan, good fan. Um, yeah. I mean, so Gary used to be a customer before I made him come and work for me. Yep. Um, and you used to have Cachoeira in your cafe, didn't you? Uh, I did. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, all, all Cachoeira's. Yeah. And yeah. this is because they are crowd pleasers. They are coffees that makes everybody happy. The people that uh, talk about coffee and like, oh, I, I drink it, but I don't really, I can't really taste it. Like, stuff like this is a great example to give them because you can give them the same farm but the breakdown so it's like it, the subtle differences in there exactly um, yeah no i couldn't agree more and they are subtle with this farm i, I, I did um we were doing a cupping the other day with uh, the longbury and the katura 
from um, La Linda. All right. And massively different, but actually Cachoeira is one of those ones and it's very gently different. And their naturals aren't stupid funky. The Brazilian naturals never are though, aren't no, they? They're very no. controlled. So. Yeah, but this one I, I feel is kind of one of the best examples of that control. So let's dive in because I want to taste it now. I'm bored of talking. You? Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's hard, isn't it? But uh, yeah, maybe I should do mine from now on. In my mind. Um, so, tasting it first off, I'm actually, I would find it difficult to say whether that was a natural or a pork natural. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, yeah it's, it's super clean. It um, is what I call a shoulder or a nibble. Nibble. A nibble. So with this coffee, we've, we've cooked it before and we've done the descriptors for it and we've described it as a nibble of peach. Yeah. I'm not quite sure what that means, a nibble of peach. Well, you see, for me, a nibble is a tiny bit. It's a tiny bit of peach. It's a, a soupçon. A... Saying a little bit of peach or a, or a soupçon of peach sounds a lot more pretentious than a nibble. Mm. Did you just get bored of saying a hint? Yes. Right, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> And I can't keep saying shoulder. So, um, but... Yeah, shoulder, and, shoulder of peach, or soft and furry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this is where, you know, as, as, as a coffee, like Brazils and naturals don't have a lot of acidity. They're always little nibbles. They're all, I may start using it's, more. It, it's, again, it's one of those, and it? it's like, because everything's so subtle, it's, you know, you're, you don't want everything to sound like it's the same. Yes, like, yeah, but it is delicate, because for me, what Brazils are, is they are sweet, and for me, this is like... Um, I've used the descriptor of a Scottish shortbread, um, and, and I think that that sweetness is yeah, no, no, biscuit like sweetness. sweetness yeah. But it's a little bit of butteriness to it, but it's also got macadamia all over this coffee. It's, it, it really, for me, that's probably its biggest descriptor. Yeah. Um, and again, nuts are a very common one that you get across Cachoeira, so yeah, I, but I see what you mean with the macadamia, there's, there's that texture there, there's a little bit more like the, the oil in there. So. And for me, it's just a very classic Brazilian coffee. It's a bit of a quaffer. It's a bit of a like, I can sit down with the papers on a Sunday and drink this and not actually think about the coffee, think about the devastation that Trump's causing in the world or really want to think about Brexit or... Very ahead in the ground. Yeah, or maybe very ahead in the coffee. But no, like, it is just one of those quaffers that you don't have to think about too much because everything is very delicately put together. It's a very typical Brazilian coffee for me. Yeah, no, I agree. We agreed. That was That's definitely worth, that yeah. was definitely worth recording. I'm <laughs> going to use that in the future. I think. Whenever you say no, I'm just going to have an audio recording. Go. We agree. And on that bombshell, we are going to go and do. Something. What are we going to go and do? We're going to roast Roland. <laughs> oh dear. That's not going to end well, is it? I'm going to leave. Yeah, yeah. we should. <laughs> yeah, we're actually not going to roast Roland. We're going to do roasting with Roland. Very, very sorry. I misled you, and that was wrong of me. Uh, I, I don't like telling lies, and I've told a lie. We're not roasting with Roland, because what we're going to do is that I've got from 2012, 13, and in my mug I recorded at the Cashware Waterfall, and that's going to be far more interesting than roasting with Roland, because we did that last week. We don't want to do that two weeks on the trot. So we're going to go and look at retro in my mug. Kind of just outside the town of Posos de Caldos, uh, which is in Minas Gerais, but this is actually in Sao Paulo state. Um, we were joking earlier up at the farm that this is one of the best known farms in Minas Gerais that isn't in Minas Gerais. <laughs> um, 
has a production of uh, has around about 120 hectares. Uh, production kind of up and down, but it's around about I think it's around about um, 2,000 bags, which is for Brazil. It's kind of big, but not massive. Uh, elevations of like 11, uh, 10,000 meters to 12,000 meters. Has a mixture of varietals. Has Bourbon. Has Canario. Um, has uh, Acaia. Um, has red bourbon and yellow bourbon, not just bourbon, um, and Mundanovi. So lots of different varietals on the farm, lots of great coffees. Um, it's been in the family for over over 100 years now, um, and, and it's just an amazing farm. It's won many, many awards, uh, won Cup of Excellence, has been finished in the tops quite a lot, um, very well known, won Illy Cafe's competition. It's just one of those coffees that stands out for great quality and is super, super tasty. That was fun with Gary with the cupping. I enjoyed that. It's nice to share coffee with people. As I'm sharing with you, but you don't respond very often. Okay, just me. Um, let's get into this week's coffee. So it's a natural, as we already know, um, but we know it's a clean natural and that makes me excited. I'm, I'm really looking forward to those base notes and that's what it has is good base notes like chocolate dark chocolate kind of that nuttiness like sweetness of like the biscuit sweetness that we saw in the cupping bowl and definitely that nibble of peach um, and it is a nibble it's a good word to describe it because it's a very very delicate little hint note nibble um, Thank you for joining me. Uh, as always, fantastic to uh, be with you, even though you never respond to me. Um, and do remember, life is too short for bad coffee. I'm getting weird. <laughs> <laughs>